Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, I'm living in a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always cheering. Oh, yeah. Another episode of Art Factor. It is Thursday, November 13th. And our top stories for the day, we're going to start it off a little different today. We got the Progress Corner with Large from Barstool Breakfast. He joined us. And uh, Wes's continued absence was noticed again by Large. So you'll hear his commentary on that. Wes, do you have any uh, rebuttal? He makes me uncomfortable. He's just so big. He's a big guy. <laughs> <laughs> Huge guy. Yeah. I feel inadequate yeah yep. very true but he told us uh well you'll hear it you'll hear it. he told us a little, little bit of a softy um yeah. and then after that we're going to take it to a news buffet of other headlines so without further ado let's take it to the progress corner with large oh yeah all right so uh welcome to the show host of barstool breakfast on sirius xm dirty joke maker extraordinaire large thanks for coming on large my pleasure and uh, we've already branded your segment on Hard Factor for you. We're going to call it Largest Progress Corner because we know that you're a great admirer of all things progress and being progressive, you know. Yes. You're just our progressive guy. I am. I'm very progressive. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is going to be one of my favorite segments. I have a feeling this will be a re- reoccurring one on the show. Hey, yeah, before yeah. before we get deep into the progress corner, uh, Large, you told us that you were, for some weird-ass reason, on the daytime television show Dr. Oz last I week? I was. It aired on uh, Wednesday, November 13th at 1 p.m., mm. and uh, they invited myself and Willie on because they wanted C to D-list celebrities. Right. Yeah. So, <laughs> we're, so, so we're D-plus, C-minus celebs. And uh, which I'm fucking pumped with. It's better. At least you're on the list. We're we're, we're not on the list at all. So you can't get you can't get from C to D to B without going on Dr. Oz, though. You're going through the right steps. They also asked for fatties. So we we fit that and we went on (laughs) and uh, they had us make tacos and then they fat shamed us on how you should be how you should be making tacos versus how we make tacos. And it was fucking humiliating. Yeah. (laughs) Do they pay you large? No, they don't pay. uh, We got hats. Oh, my God. We didn't get, yeah, we didn't get any pain. One of the uh, one of the talent people here uh, that they just hired, I think, used to work for Doctor Oz's consortium, whatever so he that is. Humiliated you and then paid you in swag. And Correct. Gave you like a, a small hat <laughs> you couldn't the, even well, fit what, into after he fat shamed what's you. What's the green room like there? Is it nice? The green room is. Uh, I think they have um, stuttered green rooms, so I don't think we were in the green room that Clooney gets. Oh, we were right, more right. of a yeah. We were more in a broom closet. Myself and Willie. You got to uh, climb the ladder. But I mean, it's good. Any any press is good press, even if it's fat press. There That's you right. go. Well, we yep. we know we know about the fat press. All right, what's the topic <laughs> of the day? Well, all right. Well, this is a real progressive topic. It's about how kids are treated in school, and so uh, the Los Angeles Unified School District is about to get sued by one pissed off mother, Sonia Mongol, uh, because her eight year old son was in class and had to go to the bathroom. 
But the teacher from Manhattan Place Elementary said that uh, the kid couldn't go to the normal bathroom. Instead, he gave him the option to pee at the front of the class uh, in a trash can, and which the kid did. But so he had to that's take abs- his dick that's out. That's absurd. Well, if you're an eight-year-old, no difference that's to you. That's absurd. He dared him to come up to the front of the class, whip his dick out, and pee in a trash can in which front of everyone? Which the kid did, yeah. yes, uh, exposing himself to the other students. But also the kid didn't get all of the piss in the can. He pissed his pants with a lot of the piss. Mm, and so yeah. he went to another teacher to get, you know, uh, to, to have them sort the situation out for him. But that teacher just wrapped a trash bag around his pants. Right. Cinched it up and, then, and sent him and on his way. Point, and everyone pointed at him and laughed. I'm, I'm sorry. I guess that kid didn't have enough practice peeing in a trash can. That's why I got it all over himself. Right. So, so that's that was the incident that occurred at this uh, in L.A. Uh, and then the kid got bullied so badly that he actually had to leave the school. You know, well, I mean, being... wouldn't you? You're right. an eight year old. You're bullying the trash bag kid that peed in a trash can. I mean, what are, yeah. the, what are these kids? What are these kids? Fucking angels. You have to bully the kid. All right. So large has uh, like I think he has a kid in every grade. Yeah, pretty much. Yes, I'm very yeah. uh yeah, so I have uh, my kids are progressive. They start see that? Yeah. Uh, they started <laughs> grammar. I have a kid in grammar, middle and high school. And um I'm all for this. Like I know that's going to be <laughs> Large likes to rest. Between... Yeah, what... He likes to rest between no, no, points. Ex- explain explain, yeah, explain. Why you're cool. yeah, please. Yeah, yeah, so I'm, like I'm all for this. Like I have a like, I have a kid who tends to uh, take advantage a little bit. So if you let him go to the bathroom mm. once, he's going to ask you to go to the bathroom every day. He's going to ask to go well, to the bathroom that's multiple times, <laughs> multiple <laughs> times a day. And so my feeling is that if you give them an inch, they want a yard. I'm telling you right now, that kid will not ask to go to the bathroom ever again. And no. what was the cost? The cost was a simple trash bag. So yeah. for me, this was cost effective. Effective, effective. Now, nah. so this is fucking terrible. There's no one like if you want to if you want to take the other side to this. And I know you guys try to pay, play devil's advocate. Yeah, like maybe. Yeah, if Wes ever showed up to work, I'm sure he would try to take the other side of this argument. But there, there is no other side to this argument. This is child abuse. Uh, you know, of the uh, the simplest definition of fucking child abuse. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know? had to take his dick this, out in this front kid, of his classmates. This, That's this a nightmare. Kid's gonna get, this kid's going to get prostate cancer because he's always going <laughs> to hold in his urine his whole life. This kid's fucked. There's an argument to be made that, like, you shouldn't let kids just just go to the bathroom 85 times a day. Now, right? I know I know Large but, a little bit, and I know Wes a lot of it, and he's right about the fact that if the fact that they weren't both parents of kids around this age, they would probably play the other side a little bit, but... Being being a parent of a kid that would have to go through this probably changes it a little bit. Right. I just I can't imagine as a parent or not as a parent. I don't even think that matters. If you don't have a kid, you can imagine what it would be like to have your son come home and tell you what that was like going oh. into school. Uh, like, what would you do? Be, what would you do? It would be what so would you unbelievable. Do? And I'm not a violent guy. I'm a, I'm a coward at, uh, by nature. I jumped out <laughs> of a golf cart on my honeymoon and I pushed my wife further into the golf cart so I could be – and I tucked and rolled <laughs> as we were going towards a cliff. I've, I've used girls as human shields. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not a tough guy even though I'm a bigger dude. Um I would fucking I, I would have to strike this person like you yeah. couldn't yeah, you couldn't up. hold me back. I feel like this is such a violation to the, I remember I, I shouldn't mention the guys. His name is Anthony. I won't mention his last name. We were in the third grade Miss Theodoropoulos's class. We had to bring in Wonder Bread bags because they had some sort of UPC symbol on them, which got an iron lung for a kid or something. So he sat in class. <laughs> That's how old and, large is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were still treating people with iron lungs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He pissed himself. 
and he got so nervous he just started to throw the bags out of his pocket in like this weird like dance of the scarves and i remember that Whoa. fucking and i don't remember shit i'm 47 i can't tell you what i had for breakfast this kid is forever piss bag he's he's yeah, forever you know yeah it, we had yeah large terrible. we had a kid that diarrheaed uh, in the lunchroom, and he or like little turds, and he oh. on the walk back to class, little turds kept dropping out of his leg all the way back to class. He got bullied out of the school system. That's why we called him big, yeah, t- he, big he, turds. Yeah, no, he had to leave school. <laughs> it's ironic. Okay, Just, <laughs> so can we can we talk real quick about how hard it is for the teachers? Because like last week in Texas, there's a how hard is it for the okay, teachers? Okay, hold on. Did you not make a kid fucking bathroom What I'm saying is last week there was there was a video that came out in a Texas school where this 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 teacher literally was just beating a student while she sat in the chair. So it's not that they were fighting. This isn't a gangsters in paradise. This isn't Michelle Pfeiffer. Like, this is, this is dangerous just minds, Mark. <laughs> but my, my point is, this teacher, when she started, or he started uh, being an educator of children, didn't uh, didn't anticipate that he or she was going to be shaming Giving children. Giving out bathroom passes. So right. my point is, it must be a fucking pain in the ass to be a teacher with these little well, eight-year-old sure. pieces of shit being like, can I go to the bathroom? But I, I would, would let them all out I'm of like, the classroom. I would give them all fucking passes. I'm trying to teach you the alphabet, motherfucker. Yeah. Um, Anyway, well, we, wouldn't be, we, we wouldn't be good teachers. I, no. I, I want to go on record saying that. So no. yeah, great teacher. Yeah. I taught CCD a for a while and uh-huh. uh, yeah, religious education for those uh, CCD, two yeah. Ju- Central Jewish City, listeners. Yeah. Um, and I brought in a 10 inch uh, spike to teach them about Easter. I was like, everyone hold out their hand, like, just so they know, like, what they had to go through. I, like, kind of, and then I gave them all a candy bar not to tell their parents. So I'm not saying it's an easy job, but I'm <laughs> saying it's one that you have so you to get a little bit. He, he, right. just, he terrified the children. That's a thing. I threatened, <laughs> no, I didn't terrify. I threatened the children into understanding the pains that Jesus went through when he right. died for our sins. Yeah, with a 10-inch nail. You know, yeah. just, just, it's, it's totally different from what you guys were saying. I listened to the show this morning, by the way. I don't know if we're getting off topic. It doesn't really matter, though, I don't think. No. And you guys were talking about this woman who got hit with a hot bucket of diarrhea. Oh, yeah. my God. I tried to get in uh, touch with her. I want her on the show tonight. I saw it ever since we had met. I've, I've been listening to the show every morning, and uh, and I love it. But this woman who got hit with a bag of di- uh, bucket of diarrhea, like, that sticks with her for the rest of her life. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, she's yeah, legitimate for, no. PTSD. Yeah, and I think this kid might yeah. have an argument of that too, doesn't he? Yes. Oh, for sure. He's gonna get money. He's gonna get a lot of money. <laughs> no, and, get no money. and it sucks for him being an eight. At least this one was like forty and got hit with the hot diarrhea. She, he's eight, and he's. I mean, he, I'm telling you, he's not gonna be able to pee in 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 bathrooms. He's not gonna want to ever pee again. He's gonna have to use a stall every time. Yeah. So on the I, okay, so I, I got stoned last night as I do every night and dug a little bit deeper into cool the di- brag. into the diarrhea. Uh, well, no, it just opens my <laughs> yeah, mind. Yeah, okay. All right. So I'm reading into this diarrhea thing because I'm trying to get the diarrhea lady on our show, and uh, I'm thinking to myself, is this lady lying? Because if you got thrown a, no. a bucket of hot diarrhea on you, wouldn't you keep that quiet? No way I'm doing a goddamn no. news interview if I got hit with if, hot diarrhea. Not, because because then next time you're making out with someone, she needs like, to make it public so that she, she can sue the city. <laughs> I mentioned it on the show. Uh, okay. I mentioned on the show, if I get hit with a bucket of hot diarrhea, it's a murder-suicide. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's, that's, that's what's happening there. Somebody asked me, because I mentioned it on our radio this morning, what diseases was she tested for? I was all like, I think, I think all of them, right? All I mean, is them. there anything the like, haps. Yeah. yeah, I mean, test me for ricin. And, and the only <laughs> reason that she said it, because I think it happened in a public forum. Otherwise, like I was at a Purdue game, Notre uh-huh. Dame-Purdue, and the Purdue kids threw a bag of vomit. 
Somebody ziplocked Come on. Oh, shit. and vomited into a bag, a Ziploc bag, closed up the Ziploc and threw it into the Notre Dame student section. Oh, That's wow. It, it hit somebody in the back. It didn't explode on his back, but exploded once it hit the ground. It was Ooh. an early season game in beautiful West Lafayette, Indiana, and uh, it was disgusting. We had to like kind of all like you get were close away to where it. the bag landed. I, I was close. I as I get older, I get closer and closer as I tell the story. <laughs> but I was I was in no danger at any point. But now it's like it whizzed by my ear. Right, Mark um, slapped the bag down. So it's just <laughs> spiked the bag. Just sun sun the student section. Sun of shining on vomit that smells disgusting. So that had to be nineteen. I was in school from eighty nine to ninety three. So how long ago was that? That's thirty uh, some odd years ago, right? A hundred uh, years ago. Hundred seventy five like years it's, ago. It's like twenty eight years. I have not heard a story that rivaled that who that rivaled getting hit with a bag of a Ziploc bag of vomit that's bad until this morning as I was driving in and you fine gentlemen had told me about the woman who got hit with the hot you're, diarrhea you're so I thank you you're, for that yeah you're welcome you're, <laughs> you're very welcome fuck that's the, what we're fuck here that for. homeless guy though fuck that guy that's just the worst thing you could do I'd rather Absolute. get stabbed not the a worst thing you could do stabbing. is be homeless that, that well, that's what would suck I would rather a non-fatal stabbing well, from a homeless person than a bucket of diarrhea on that angle I want to bring it up so I talked about how, how hard the teachers have it how hard do the homeless have it they must be frustrated out there that they're <laughs> sh- shitting buckets. Heating them up and throwing them on people. Yeah, it must I got be not, hard. I got must nothing. be hard. Yeah. She said in the article that it was at least a month's worth of feces. <laughs> so <laughs> this, guy, this, guy, this guy had, and you're like, so this guy didn't have a place to sleep, but he had a place to sock away. How big was this bucket? <laughs> he had like a he had like a twenty gallon bucket. He's just <laughs> can I can I be can I be one hundred with you guys? That's what the kids yeah. say now. Yeah. I I own three houses. I don't have a place to sock away a month's worth of fucking feces. Right, this yeah. homeless guy has, and I'm in the midst of trying to sell one, and I have another thing. But this homeless guy has a fucking place where he can keep a vat or a bucket, I'm assuming a drum. He could have lived yeah, in it. He's, Definitely like a, yeah. like a Home Depot bucket probably or something. Yeah, yeah Home Depot. It's a bucket of balls. Ball bucket yeah. for sure. Would you, rather be hit with, would you rather be hit with a, uh, a bucket of hot diarrhea tomorrow, or would you rather... Be uh, piss shamed with a plastic bag when you're eight years old. Go, diarrhea bucket. Uh, do you, do you piss want shamed. that eight year old piss, piss shamed? Piss shamed. I mean, I would piss, piss and shit myself when I was eight anyway. I'll, I'll piss in a stall yeah. in front of everybody. I, I in front of everybody in class, Mark. So you're now a piss boy. Yeah, yeah your I'm whole a piss life, boy. Piss I mean, boy. I mean, I'll probably get some pity sex out of it. You know, one or two girls is going to be overly sensitive and fall in love with me because I'm getting made fun of and shit. Yeah. It's going to be fine. Yeah, I'll, I'll the take diarrhea. The- no. I'll take the millions as an adult when I sue the city for the yeah. diarrhea. So, oh and, fuck thought, that shit! Oh man. my god! I mean, honestly, I, I just I can't even comprehend it. Like, what, what, like, what did she say to him? How did, how did no one piss him off in a month up until her? What did she I say? She was pissed him off. Just, yeah, she was he just, wrong he place, just had wrong a threshold. Time. He, he, had, like, he drew a line and a marker line exactly. in the bucket, and he's like, That's, "I'm here." It was like, it was like, a, one step it was like Nickelodeon far. double dare. He's like, "Not yeah. full yet." Like he looks at his homeless buddy. He's like, "This is the one. It's time." Yeah. <laughs> she got no, slime. No, is he, it's not full enough. Also, it's, I know it's his homeless. I know he's homeless, but what kind of diet does he have? It's always diarrhea. It's all diarrhea. It's all diarrhea. Yeah. Well, it's all beers. <laughs> it's just yeah, all, all right. it's all, all beers right. that all came right. out. Right. Through we got to wrap, gotta wrap it up. All right, yeah. that was horrible. All right, that that was largest progress corner. Y'all come back again next time <laughs> we have large on for that. You can tell it's going to be a live segment every time. Thank you, large, for joining. You're very welcome. Oh, yeah. Thanks, guys. All right, that progress corner with large was brought to you by Predict It, the stock market of politics. If you want to come play with us, go to predictit.org/promo/hardfactor20 to get your first twenty bucks. 
uh, deposited matched on us, and then you'll have at least 40 bucks uh, to throw around on political wagers. And uh, the trend of giving predicted tips every day leading up to Thanksgiving, when you can finally brag to your relatives about how much money you've won betting on politics, continues today. And my tip today is knowing how to sort the markets. So when you go to the markets tab, whether you're on the desktop or the phone, you can sort by the numbers of shares traded. So you can go to big markets first, uh, the recent changes in price. So if you want to see things that are moving, uh, another good look, and new arrivals. But the best one for me is sorting by when they expire. So if you sort, right. We're all impatient, aren't we? (laughs) Where's the fast cash? We're all impatient humans. That's true. That's exactly what it does. So sorting by expire, you can find your next chance to win just around the corner because all the expiring markets come up first. And the one that I like this week is Trump's tweet market. I'm hammering the top two options. So I've got 240 and up. I got 240 to 249 and then 250 and above. He hasn't tweeted in about eight hours of the time of this taping um, on November 13th, but he had already gotten 34 tweets off before that on the 13th. So the first day, 34, he's on pace for about 230-something, tied to 30s right now. 231, yeah, yeah. But, but he's got the impeachment hearings going on. He's going to be retweeting every single conservative correspondent. I think that things will heat up, so... Yeah, and I gotta say something. No, you, you, you're right. You're, they they're gonna heat up. I mean, he's gonna be pissed about the impeachment stuff. Yeah, we're gonna yeah. cover that in my story. They went a little. Yeah. He went a little nuts today. But uh, I said something yesterday about Rick Perry betting no that he was gonna be the next person <laughs> to leave the White House, uh, the Trump administration. Then I texted a couple buds. No, 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 don't give up your tips. I texted a couple buds. He's out. Who have the inside track? He's out. And uh, they said, "What are you doing?" So, so I'm just putting that, that out there. What did I tell you yesterday, Pat? I said I hated the Rick Perry, but I love the Amy Club. Well, yeah. the Rick Perry's currently up. It's currently right. up. Maybe that's because well, I said yeah, it on the show yesterday. Because you moved the market. But I'm just saying, I'm throwing. So I'm throwing this out there, safety for my predicted boys. Uh, sell now. So just sell put now. A, put put that, a little uh, questionable earmark. He got yeah. two. You got two tips in one show. Sell, <laughs> sell Rick Perry. There you go. Sell well, and buy on the Trump tweets. All right. Well, <laughs> I, and I, uh, I also have a little another little tip that may, might help on the Trump tweets. We're giving the, all these tips away. The Arctic freeze is coming to Trump. So he's going to be staying inside. He's going to have not much to do. He's going to be cold. He's going to be on his phone. Lots of Fox. Lots, lots of Fox of and tweeting. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Yeah. All right. Again, that URL is predictit.org slash promo slash hard factor 20. Get your first 20 bucks matched on us. Legal in all 50 states. Easy to get your cash in and out. Make politics fun again with Predictit. Nice. All right, guys, let's take the news buffet. I'm going to try to get through this quick. I have a triple one here for you, so I'm going to talk with the Micro Machines guy. Uh, it's a triple animal update for you in what I call Hard Factors Into the Wild. I love Ooh. animals. So I'm that's, stoked. that's just a rip off of Jack Hanna's show. Are, I, I, are we going to die by by starving ourselves and eating the wrong plants? Um, I don't know what that's, that's, a, that's a what happened to. Into the Wild. That's uh, the movie Into the Wild. Oh, oh I thought uh, yeah. see, I was thinking which, of which Jack Hanna's first, show. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Neil right, Hirsch. Right. Right, the guy from uh, Girl Next Door. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's get into it. A disgusting group of idiots in South Africa thought it would be a good idea to put elephant shit in their gin and then sell it to people. In South Africa? <laughs> this is the first one, in South Africa. Uh, the creators and owners of Indlovu Gin, a uh, married couple, Les and Paula Ansley, stumbled across the idea to add elephant poop into gin a year ago after learning that elephants eat a variety of fruits and flowers and only digest a third or less of the fruits, oh. so they keep a lot of it in 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 their poop. I yeah, guess. So you got to do something with all that fruit. Um, so what are you going to do? They learned that when they were on a safari, when a safari guide gave them just that stupid fact. Yeah, and as as if gin wasn't disgusting enough. Right, you got elephant right. poop in it now. Now you have yeah. feces in it. 
So Paula heard that fact and woke up in a cold sweat a few days afterwards and said in the middle of the night, why don't we let the elephants do the hard work of collecting, this is a quote, of collecting all these botanicals and we will make gin from it to her husband. And her husband wow. tiredly said, all right. So then she held him to it well, and yeah. the two idiots started to make gin. If Paula, <laughs> or is it Paula? Uh, who is it? What's the Paula's woman? the woman. Yeah, if Paula Plus, asked me that question, I said, well, here's why not, Paula. Right. Uh, one, there's like seven elephants in the world. Two, right. two. You'd have to assume she's just having a night matter the berries are in their drink. shit paula yeah. yeah it's i'd rather pick them from the wild and take it's more time doing it berries, well right? pat the first shipment they got was by mail but then they started collecting the elephant shit by hand and putting it in the gin uh oh. they described the gin's Artisanal. flavor as yeah they described the gin's flavor as lovely wooded almost spicy and earthy um, nutty. they say they say yeah a little nutty little they, they say it changes subtly with the seasons and locations and whatever the fuck the elephants are eating by the way they made their friends taste this without telling them there was elephant yeah yeah it tastes like punishment yeah not friends anymore no but i guess if it passed the the miss miss you never believe you never believe dung beetles in there too what a group of assholes all right next up we have four cocaine smugglers three albanians and an italian uh-oh uh had their day ruined recently when they discovered that's a big that's a rough group that's a big how many sweatsuits in that group holy shit lots uh, yeah uh one per person or more um, they had their day ruined recently when they discovered that their $22,000 stash of cocaine that they hid in Italian woods in the Val di Chiani Valley uh, was ransacked by a group of wild boars that really wanted to party. <laughs> <laughs> to make matters worse, the gang was wiretapped uh, by Italian police who arrested them when they heard uh, the group saying, Jesus Christ, what the fuck happened to our stash of cocaine? Yeah. yeah. This reminds me of a time when I was, I was like eight, 17, 18, and we've, uh, my group of friends found out about a stash of like beers that another group of, of like older kids had stashed in the woods. Yeah, the back, and we, and we, cu- and we cu- found it and yeah. stole it all. It it's was, exactly it was, like wild boars stealing twenty two thousand dollars a yeah. kick in. Yes. Also, Good job. wild we boars, wild boars. Wild, wild boars, great nose to snort a lot of cocaine at once. Right, yeah. like and to just your giant holes that can suck up it's tons true. of cocaine. Yeah, and not good news for first of all, no one's found these boars. Not good news for Italy is uh, Italy's having a real problem here. Uh, as the story comes, less than a month after a group of farmers in Rome had a very wild protest, uh, an unusual protest, calling for action from the government, complaining that wild boars are to blame for land damage and road accidents. So I don't know if they were coked up before, but I am pretty sure 22K worth of cocaine in these beasts isn't going to help the matter. Yeah, The the worst thing that can happen to you when you're wearing a wire is to lose your drugs, because you are going to say... Where's the cocaine? You're going to say uh, it. Yeah. Or maybe these boars, because it was less than a month ago, maybe these boars went and got the stash and then went to Rome. It's true. And fucked no, these No, I got that. I, I got what you were saying. They pulled a Wes the on them. On yeah. cocaine. Yeah. All right, lastly. Did those bigger kids beat you up, Wes, for taking their beers? They never knew. Yeah. They never knew. And lastly, <laughs> third animal story. Mikhail Galen, a Russian uh, man, was stripped of all of his Aeroflot Russian air miles after he was caught smuggling on a plane. The contraband was Victor the Cat. Pets are allowed in the overhead of Aeroflot planes, but they have to weigh under eight kilograms, which is roughly 18 pounds. And Victor, well, Victor enjoys his fancy feast. And because of that, he's a healthy 10 kilograms. Oh, he's like come 20, on. He's like 22 and a half pounds. Big boy. Yeah, I had a 25 pound cat. That's a barely up. over the limit. Give him a break. 
Right. That's what Victor thought. So Victor fought with the, the airline, and then they wouldn't let him on after begging. So he decided to uh, say, okay, fine, I will not fly on this plane. And he left the plane and then bought a later ticket. The later ticket allowed him to concoct a scheme where he created a Facebook post pleading with someone from Russia to bring a cat that looked like Victor but weighed a lot less <laughs> to the airport. Someone obliged for some reason, and that allowed Mikhail to weigh Phoebe the cat at his new gate while he, invict- while he hid Victor. And then he handed Phoebe back to the person and said, thank you. Phoebe went home, and Victor went on board the plane. Um, mm. The problem was uh, Victor went in the overhead, and it was everything was fine, but the Facebook post went so viral that the, over- that the airline flight attendants got tipped off and when they opened the overhead and saw the fattest cat they've ever seen stuffed in the overhead <laughs> they, uh, the rest was history nice. so, yeah. that's awesome yeah. alright if there's anything well if you're anything like me you got up really early yesterday at 9am and parked your ass on the couch with a half an eight ball of cocaine a pint of early times in your Sig Sauer and you glued yourself to fucking C-SPAN for the day to watch the first public hearings of the impeachment inquiry shit was fucking electric what a day what a oh, day man. Come on. I yeah. bet those proceedings were just incredible. Like, right. had to be- Good thing you didn't have a leather couch or you wouldn't be here. You'd be stuck to that couch. No, it's cloth. A uh, couple older white guys testified in front of a group of some older, other older white guys <laughs> and some older white ladies and one black woman. Uh, there were lots of blue suits up there today or yesterday. Uh, William B. Taylor, the top U.S. diplomat in the- and Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. In the Ukraine, spilled his pierogies in front of the committee telling... Uh, that a member of his staff asked Ambassador Sondland after a call with the president what Trump thought of Ukraine, to which Sondland responded that the president cares more about the investigation of Biden than the Ukraine, which uh, Giuliani apparently was pressing for. So, Everyone uh, cares more about something than the Ukraine. It's more or less coming out that Giuliani, whether it was the mastermind, he was definitely the executor of this plan. Uh, George P. Kent, the other testifier, claimed that Giuliani conducted a smear campaign against the U.S. ambassador to Ukraine and that Giuliani pressured Monica Zelensky uh, into opening investigations into Trump's political ri- rivals. So those, those are the kind of his, takeaways. That, that's like his job, right? Isn't that what he's hired for, kind of? He's a personal attorney to the to the president. We've never had one of those before, so I don't know what the fuck his job is. He's the mayor. He, like, of New took York. over Cohen's job, who was like the who was like the the bad man and the intimidator. Elephant, you wear like ostrich suits. Or, like, I mean, it's yeah, two man senile guys. There's been a long line of them now. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Anyway, there. Uh, what else happened? The Republican members of the committee went really hard uh, on the testifiers on the fact that neither of them had interacted with Trump uh, in any way directly. Uh, that's, uh, so that's pretty much it. But a couple takeaways, guys. I got four takeaways for you. Ready? One, the House Intelligence Committee, Aaron, uh, Adam, Sh- the chairman, Adam Schiff, needs a smaller chair. He looks like nice. he's participating in Take Your Kid to Work Day. <laughs> just a big old, big old chair and a little guy. Uh, Devin Nunes, this is two. Devin Nunes, the California Republican representative uh, member of the committee, is a fucking nut job, uh, and he keeps claiming that the Democratic the Dems uh, cooperated with Ukraine in election meddling. Yeah, worst partner ever yeah. for your election. He's meddling. just Not- like he's like the smelt it, dealt it guy. You know, yeah. he's just like, well, you smelled it, you dealt it. Yeah. <laughs> D's, all right, you get it, Dems. Right. Who who's gonna partner with Ukraine in a scheme? No one. Yeah, no one. No one. That's just ridiculous. Three. It's quick money. Taking <laughs> taking a shot every time someone said whistleblower during the six hour long ordeal turned out to be a terrible and dangerous idea. Oof. And four, the Trump administration needs to chill the fuck out. I got six texts from two different numbers uh, yesterday 
calling the hearings either fake or a hoax. And then I got five emails on top of that, along with uh, two of them, which had the were the exact same email with just different subject lines. Uh, the subject, <laughs> yeah, essentially calling them fake or a hoax. And then the the last email I got, um, the subject line was Adam Schiff versus Patrick, which is my name, uh, where they cleverly utilized the name, the subscriber name field function in Mailchimp. So it was. You- Really was like, Adam Ships versus you, man. Adam Schiff wants to take you down, American. You know what I'd rather see than this until this was the first impeachment inquiry hearing? Anything. Right? Public. Anything. Anything. But, like, if we're going to do, like, a United States issue thing right now, like, this this could become a big issue. There's going to be an impeachment at some point. But this is all, like, why do we have to fucking care about all this monotonous shit every day? I would like to see the California wildfires being actioned and someone like talking about it while people are going in and like flying planes into it and like hearing updates on the California wildfires, like Wes's fucking channel over the stupid right. shit going on. It was on C-SPAN, Mark. Yeah, I'd, I know. But, uh, good point. <laughs> well, what else are they going to put on there? Well, can't, can't we do the, can we do something else? We yeah, well, get, we're done. That's it. We can get a, a, a few things done but besides this, I would hope. This um, is more important shit going on. Just impeach them and then we'll talk about it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Moving yeah. on. Uh, well, go figure, boys. Some of those young nerds that work at Apple stores, some who repair your Apple products and call themselves geniuses, are snoopy little pervs, uh, as one woman, Gloria Fuentes, is finding out firsthand. Uh, so Gloria, who had the common misfortune of needing her iPhone repaired, took her phone into an Apple store in Bakersfield, California. And to her credit, she did have a suspicion that the store was full of little pervs, so she took some precautions, but not enough of them. So Gloria said she deleted all of her financial apps and social media apps wow. because she just didn't want the genius slash perv going through her personal shit or stealing I her money. I don't believe that, but okay. Gloria's yeah. suspicious. That's what she's That's very suspicious. That's she, yeah. How hot is she? I have no idea. Um, <laughs> so uh, unfortunately, she did not have enough time to back up and delete her personal photos like she wanted to because the store moved her appointment up uh, like an hour or two. So she didn't have She was oh, planning. God. Yeah, How she could was you planning recover? on backing up her photos and deleting them from the phone. Very paranoid, schizophrenic. I don't, don't want to. Li- I would never want to live with this woman. It'd be no. such a pain in the ass to live with this woman. I've never had. It sounds that like the most high maintenance person of all time. I'm gonna purposely add new dick pics next time I have to get my phone. Yeah, raised. there's a 10 minute dish roll. Just like see, just like yeah. see the reaction if the guy like checked him or not. Yeah, you see that? Yeah. Did you did you see him? See that? That's mine. <laughs> <laughs> that belongs to me. Any guy that looks to you, you're gonna think he did. Want to know something <laughs> weird? Want to know something weird? That's here with you right just now. Just like with grapes, I'm like eating yeah. grapes in the phone. Here's Any, your... anything you see, anything you like. Here's your phone. Sir. Oh, you, you saw him, didn't you? Look down. That's, that's where I keep it. So she said she wasn't particularly worried when the genius took his time and asked for her passcode twice. She thought he was just doing a great job. But when she got home, her nightmare began. Uh-oh. Quoting Fuentes, quote, I walk in my house, turn on my phone, about to text someone, and realize there's a message to an unsaved number. Uh-oh. I open it and then instantly wanted to cry. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Yeah. This guy went through my gallery and sent himself one of my extremely personal pictures oh my God. that I took for my boyfriend, mm-hmm. and it had sure. my uh, geolocation, so uh, he also knows where I live. Ooh. And this picture was from almost a year ago, so he had to have scrolled up for a while <laughs> she, to yeah. get to that picture. Holy she had some shit. spicy shit on that phone. That's why she was so paranoid. I've said yeah, this. Yeah, you're right, Well, Gloria? I've said this once, and I, I've said it before. You need to get a, a nude vault on on your phone. Right. You need either, to get a nude vault. He either had to scroll a lot or he knew how to quickly get to the nudes. Yeah. He scrolled a lot. Because he's yeah. a genius guy. She, she said he, she had over 5,000 pics on her phone and apparently this is a... This, and uh, only 300 nudes. Yeah. And apparently... <laughs> this, this yeah. is like an app that I've been wanting to develop for Facebook that just takes you right to bikini pics. Right. Yeah. Yep. Areola. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and apparently this is a common theme for companies that hire young, perv- nerdy perverts. Companies like Apple, Verizon, Best Buy have all hired uh, young men, 
mainly because mostly women are getting having this happen. Where you get just this from? The, Wait, what? <laughs> so this is a scheme by, well, the, by big tech? Is this, is this, is this listen, a listen, listen, these guys just can't help themselves with women's personal photo galleries, and many of the photos are being shared amongst employees. You just named all the big tech companies? Yeah, yep. <laughs> any, any place Because this, this happened once, you think it's a conspiracy? All these big companies all of them. hiring these horny young Every dudes. Every single right. one of them stealing so, your nudes. Uh, yeah, be careful because your photos are being shared amongst employees. Uh, they might end up in the break room. Um, and a picture yeah, you sent your lover a year out. ago uh, might be shared via text. Uh, porn sites, it's it's terrible. No wonder why every girl I've met under 30 has a cracked phone. Yeah, yeah. so be careful out there. Fixed. You got to be really fucking careful. All right, let's finish it up real quick. I got a double alcohol story here. First up, treasure hunters have recovered hundreds of bottles of cognac in a shipwreck from a Swedish boat that was sunk by the Germans in World War I. Uh, they still haven't tasted a drop of it, though, because apparently the 600 bottles could be worth tens of thousands each in their negotiations Whoa. with Bacardi about selling mm. them the bottles. Apparently, Bacardi is now the like parent company that these would have belonged to. Bacardi, from- 1909. Yeah, Bacardi's yeah. stealing these fucking bottles. Well, they're not like Bacardi, but but it's like that Bacardi now owns the company that would have that produced them back in the day or whatever. Uh, so anyways, the story goes that these cognacs were on their way to the czar of Russia at the time until they ran into a German U-boat during the during the first war where the Germans attempted to take over the entire planet in mm-hmm. the 20th century. And then they, of course, sank the Swedish boat along with the cognac. So. That is an unfortunate and interesting story that we didn't know from the First World War. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But William, mm-hmm. we need to we need to stop you. What's that? What's on your what's on your upper lip? Oh, it's a it's, mustache. It's yeah. a mustache. And you know what? Barstool is proud to be working <laughs> with Movember to raise funds and awareness for men's health. Movember is the leading chari- de- charity dedicated to changing the face of men's health around the world. This Movember, whatever uh, mustache you grow, will save a bro. Your support will change the face of men's health, raising awareness and funds for prostate cancer, testicular cancer, mental health, and suicide prevention. And don't forget, most sisters, you can participate in Movember, too, if you want to. This year, Barstool's own Donnie Does is growing out his mo to save a bro. Join him on the Barstool Movember team and help us change the face of men's health. For every 50 bucks you do, you fundraise on our team, you get an entry to win a trip for two to join us at the Army vs. Navy live college football show in December. Head to movember.com slash barstool to join our team. Grow your mustache and fundraise for your chance to win the grand prize. So grow your mustache, uh, Do donate, and you can win that free trip. I'm not one to judge. This is going to be a little bit, uh, you know, below the below the belt. But yeah. what, what is what is the gals joining? Are they going to do a landing strip? I, I told you they just don't wax. Yeah, which is they, cool. you, cool they could it. like do a fake mustache and put a picture up and still fake mustache. They just donate, bro. All right, take us on, Will. Yeah. Well, also for November. Definitely grow the mustache. My luck has been incredible. The Caps just won again tonight. I mean, it's just been fantastic. <laughs> you look happier. Yeah. I also want to say, well, look a little thinner. Well, I wanted to say that there's no way these bottles of cognac would have would have made it to Nicholas II, who was executed. <laughs> like, uh, well, maybe they would. He would have got to have him a little bit before he got executed about a year later. Oh yeah, I don't know. Was whatever czar, whatever czar. It's the uh, one that got murdered in his basement. Passing Wikipedia. Oh, yeah. There. How did you know ah. that? Romanov's dog. You he probably had a great mustache though. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. All right. Finally, a California brewery has had enough of these damn wildfires and they blame PG&E, the electrical company. So they've had so much that Shady Oak Brewery in Santa Rosa announced a new beer called Fuck PG&E. That's the name of the beer. It's on the label. 
uh, describing it on Facebook as a classic California pale ale featuring cashmere and Simcoe hops and a touch of malt sweetness. So that's the description of the beer. But it's one dumbass percent alcohol. I don't. It's probably strong. I'm no, sure. you're gonna want to no, get drunk no, without a, power. No, it's strong. Secession. Yeah, California. what it should have is like uh, lights. It's ironic because it it's, should it, light up or glow in the dark. That'd be funny. Yeah, it's powerful, <laughs> not powerless. Well, yeah. it's ironic. Okay. Right. Uh, but this dumbass in charge of the brewery said he was shocked. Oh my god, can't believe it when people who worked for or re- related to people who worked for <laughs> PG and E got upset. Yeah, uh, absolutely incredible that people are surprised when they get backlash blaming natural disasters on one particular thing. It's like right. it's like, oh, thanks, God. Thanks for telling us who's to blame for these natural disasters. <laughs> really appreciate it, bro. Um, anyways, the, the lightning. Yeah. Anyways, the brewer is trying to make it up to them by giving PG&E employees two dollars off his beer where the label literally tells them to go fuck themselves. Right. So that's probably going to be a real good way to get out. of You can't believe why people from PG&E are fighting in his in his fucking (laughs) brewery. It's like a sick cycle. Like you work for PG&E and you get the beers and you're mad at the beers, but then you drink the beers, feel a little bit better. No, uh, it's, it's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's a bad, it's a bad thing. It's, it's just like bad. a six, a sixty nine of hate. It's insane. Yeah. Uh, best, best kind of sixty nine. Yeah, <laughs> sixty nine right. of hate. Yeah, Aggressive just, when, you, when you don't like your partner. <laughs> just ridiculous. And that's gonna do it for Hard Factor today. As always, thank you for listening. Make sure you are following Barstool News Network on Twitter and Instagram because a lot of our posts are coming out from there now. And uh, oh yeah, most importantly, have a great fucking day. See you later. We're angry about change. We're thick-headed. We could choose not to put tiny American flags in all of our bottles. But we don't. We're proud of our heritage.